Hi, Brian. What's up, dude? Dude, I've had a day. Well, I, I can imagine. I can I imagine. I have had a day. I'm, I'm happy that you're here. I'm, ex- I'm excited, uh, you know, and I, I wanted for this episode, uh, for our viewers, as we get into the end of the, quote, school year, right? Because I, I, I... We are coming up. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know that some people are adults and don't have kids and are like, what? What are you talking about? But, you know, for a lot of people who have kids or work in the schools, it's the end of the school year and summer's right around the corner and a lot of people go on vacations. And when people go on vacations, they fly places. And when they fly, things happen. Crazy things up in the sky, in metal tubes, in airplanes, and all kinds of things we're going to talk about today that have to do with flying on airplanes, about uh, everything from plus-size travelers to just being nice and moving for the next person. I'm just trying to figure out how you can be in the sky and not be in an airplane. <laughs> that means you're falling. That's what you're doing. <laughs> it Falling with style, as Woody would say. Oh, uh, Let's get started. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the show that brings you hilarious, unapologetic conversations only these neighbors can have. Join them and guests in their weekly mission to expand the neighborhood. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on? What's going on, guys? You can't really do the breaking the law, breaking the law, break the law. I like that. That works. That works. Self accolades. Yeah. You do the whole like. <laughs> they like me. They Sl- really slap like hands, me. Slap hands. Slap hands. Slap hands. Slap it. A slap it. <laughs> you know, Brian. In honor of you, I, I have my. Um, oh, I saw the Houston Zoo. Yeah, man. my Houston Zoo. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Plastic <laughs> pint glass yeah, today. Uh, economically well built, yep. right? I actually, <laughs> like, and, and in defense eco-fri- of the zoo, eco friendly, I should indeed, say. in the defense of the zoo, it's actually biodegradable plastic. So, yeah. well done there. Good job. If yeah. it winds up in a landfill, it will break down and become part future of, part food of the earth. for some animal to, <laughs> to eat and crap out but for, later. But for me, it, it's it's a triple gin and tonic. So, cheers. Oh yeah, cheers. All right, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like a brown, by the way. Uh, thank you. I, I know. I, I needed one today. I, I did need one today. It is one of those days. You know, this season we've been very, very careful not to overindulge on the show. But today, today it, it just it kind feels, of... It feels right. It does, it, do, it? It, it does feel right. Um, but welcome, you guys. If this is your first time, your hundredth time, whatever, uh, welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. Hi. What's going on? Uh, hey. You are going to spend some time with... Yours truly is uh, some of the greatest neighbors you will ever meet. Yours truly. <laughs> That's all I could get out. That was, that was fantastic. Yours truly over here. Hey, yeah. Welcome to Fast and the Furious Part 11 with yours truly. We're family. family. Yeah. Family. Uh, but, I like that. But we are going to talk about some of the craziest of that. There's been a viral video going around uh, on TikTok that is talking about. Uh, plane travel uh, for plus size people, and it, it's actually sparked a lot of conversation. And, and I, I was quite interested to to talk with you about it. Yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of conversation, and a lot of controversy. And, and when Brian first brought this to my intention, the number one thing that popped out in my head is a disclaimer. Can you believe it? <laughs> you- Me, a disclaimer. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting I, for it. I just waiting. For I it. really do want to throw this out there. Listen, you all. I've said this before on the show, but we are not journalists not only are we not journalists brian and i are people who are on a mission to expand our neighborhood 
and entertain you, the listener. Therefore, any opinions that you hear on Neighbors Don't Knock not only do not represent any of the organizations that we represent outside of this room in this studio, but also Brian and I really like to get into debates. We play yeah. devil's advocate. We take both sides of a coin. Well, we don't I, I, always... I love looking at both sides. Exactly. I, I really do. What we discuss on this show does not always represent how we actually feel about anything. So sit back, relax. If you're going to contact your lawyers well, after I mean, you watch some, the episode... Some things. Because <laughs> it's yeah. some things. But take a chill There's some pill. things that get me fired up. Indeed. Indeed. And, and you know, I leave it to you to try to figure out what's real and what's not. But <laughs> in all what, honesty... The new drinking game of Neighbors Don't Knock. <laughs> That'd be a great one. <laughs> like, what's real and what's not? Yeah. Did he mean it? Did he, I don't know. What, was he playing? Was he? <laughs> is that the opposite side of the coin? Heads or tails? Drink. Um, but yeah, but Philip's right. Uh, but you know, we are gonna get into uh, you know, there's a TikToker um, that has been going around that she's clock. been advocating for plus size travelers and things like that. Um, Ooh, plus size. Yes. Is that controversial? I, I don't think you can say that anymore. Can you say plus size still? Uh, I mean, yeah. Is that okay? I mean, well, I mean, yeah. She says plus size in her in her TikTok videos. Oh, okay. So, um, but larger passengers, um, you know, we we t- well, first of all, we talk about airline travel in general, and there's a lot of challenges with it. But this is one thing, and there's like oh. takeoff <laughs> and for, for landing Phil, for Philip. It's like every, everything, everything's a challenge for Ask you. Any pilot, <laughs> it's not exactly a potato chip. Okay, this is challenging stuff. But anyway, I mean, yeah, after we sure. after the miracle of flight, yes, please tell us, Brian, what the is mir- challenging the about miracle of flight? Well, okay, after dealing with security and luggage and check in and is a challenge. and and other people. In in general, I mean, there, there there's a lot of perhaps cha- the biggest <laughs> challenge of all. <laughs> it is. There's a lot. There's a lot of challenges. But one thing that I want to make very clear that I I truly believe this is flying is a privilege. I, mean, I agree. It it really is. It it's, it doesn't just. It's something that's very amazing, and I, that the fact that we can get across continents, you know, in a matter of hours. A couple of hours, you know. Well, I guess what, that's not your God-given right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's to yeah. just like I woke up today. I'm in New York, and I went to bed in London. That's not your given right as yeah. a human being. Oh, shocker! You know, and so that that that's what I just want to put that out there. You know, flying is a privilege, and the fact that we've seen so many disgruntled passengers. Now, I'm not saying that everyone doesn't have a like all the cases don't have a right to be disgruntled. Yes, we all get irritated. I mean, it, we get irritated in traffic on on the roads, <laughs> let alone the, the sky. But but there's a there's a big difference, you know, be, true. between the two. And and there's a big difference between you and me and Mike Tyson because you and I we can throw a punch on an airplane but get arrested. And Mike Tyson can beat somebody up on an airplane and just say he started it. Yeah, that, you know. Okay, before we before, since you brought it up, he started it. But <laughs> with him, I thought I thought he was supposed to be all zen now with and that everything. Drunk little. Cracker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I pummeled him. He started it. I just thought, I thought just maybe it was the tattoo. It just took the Zen back out of him, you know. But yeah, Why? that goes to the <laughs> that goes to the what? level of famous that Mike Tyson is. Yeah, he the, can throw a punch on an airplane. Can throw a punch on an airplane, and they don't and land. Nothing don't happens land. to like, him. Uh, we're gonna continue to our uh, planned destination, uh, Mr. Tyson. Can you? 
please take your seat. We have a complimentary <laughs> beverage coming <laughs> he to your row. You know, they probably asked him to sign the ice pack. <laughs> you know, can you put, you know, just just sign it right there. You know? Dude, dude, it was like, I was punched. You know, you know. I know this is way, way digressing, but I will say that that dude that was getting pummeled by Mike Tyson on that plane last year. Oh, he's got year, a story for life. Not only that, <laughs> you got to have life. respect for him because he's like, he's like, he's like, dude, what the? <laughs> he hit he's like, he hits again. He just keeps like, oh, coming he took, back. Oh, he took more than yeah, one. Yeah, he keeps oh, coming I, back. And he's like, he's like, I, I didn't realize he took more than one. I thought it was, I thought it was a one he's shot. Like, thing. He's like, man, why you hit me? I thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Mike. You're getting a little old if you can't take him out in one punch now. I mean, if you're having to rock a couple punches at him, it might be time to hit the gym again. Right. And Mr. Tyson, <laughs> if you would like Brian's home address, I'll be happy to provide that. Just shoot nah, me a private I, message. <laughs> and uh, just please, please don't come to the studio. Please. I actually I'm got, scared to death of that man. Are you I kidding actually me? got a little, I got a lot of love for, for, for Mike. Now, do I think he was right to do that? Absolutely not. And I bet you anything. If, I don't when, know. The guy started. <laughs> well, regardless, you. Knowing, okay, knowing I who that him is, <laughs> knowing who he is, dude. Come on, uh, but anyway, but we're not going to get into uh, to Mike Tyson. But we did have a great episode about Mike Tyson back in season one. You guys can go check that out. <laughs> so oh. that was on Mike's big comeback uh, a couple years ago. Uh, but yes, so it is a privilege to travel and fly, uh, and that just because that it is very accessible to fly places does not mean that you know it's just i should get whatever i want or something goes wrong it didn't work out the way it was supposed to so i have every right to claim whatever okay and and so that that's i just that i want to put out there before we get into this but it has been an issue for a long time of plus size travelers not being comfortable or having a lot of issues uh with with air travel and it, I mean, it really has. I mean, I we've experienced traveling because I, I, we've talked about it. We, we've experienced traveling next to somebody who was plus size, you know, and it was an uncomfortable experience because you're you're not trying to be rude to that person, but you're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. You know, it, it's not a great situation. And this has been going around. This has been going around for a while. Do you think this is a bigger issue? Then we have, I mean, that we've just kind of ignored and now it's just coming back up again? I think that the problem is that as airlines have continued to cut costs and try to increase margin and airline seats have gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, the problem of bigger people trying to be in what's already a cramped seat for what the airline considers an acceptable average size person has become a bigger and bigger issue. You know, it, we all know that airline seats have gotten legitimately smaller and smaller. They're cramming yeah. more people onto the same size aircraft every single, you know, iteration of that craft. With every major retrofit of an aircraft, the airlines have found a way to fit more people into the same space. And they do that by making the seats smaller. They yeah. do. That's, that's what they do. They make them less comfortable. They make your leg room reduced. They make your arm space reduced and your waist size reduced. So I, I think what most airlines now consider acceptable is basically a 22-inch. It's se um, 17 across the seat, I think. 17 across the seat, but, it, but it's 22-inch yeah. like with the seatbelt bulge. Oh, okay, right? okay. From armrest to armrest kind of deal. And 
honestly, that that's not a lot of space. I mean, no, I, I think it's, that, it's like, not. The it, average American it, is going to have a problem with that. So yeah, yeah. It, okay. Of course, then people that are um, bigger or and, larger, yeah, yeah. I, I saw a term that's floating around Europe now, the big one, and we say plus size here in the U.S. I think I think in Europe it's it's people of size is what oh, they've okay. decided is the okay term. Okay. Um, well, and I think that that's why this video or TikTok video is, is con, has gone and blown up and people are just kind of taking action with it. You know, and you know, more kudos to her. I mean, she uh, this she is an influencer. So hang on. So that, so that is the meat of this episode. The meat yeah. of the episode is a TikTok influencer put out a video recently that Brian came across, yeah. brought to my attention, and we decided well, and, and we should talk about this. Exactly, and it has to do with what we're, what we're talking about right now. But she said some very interesting things, um, and I, I, we're gonna, let's, let's check it out. Can we watch it? Yeah, yeah, let's check it out, let's and I, it. I just want to hear your, your thoughts on it. So you want to hear my hot take on plus-size travel and why I think every plus-size traveler should get a free second and even third seat on an airplane? Then you better keep watching and sign my petition to make some real change. Let's just state facts. Plus-size travelers need more space. And many people agree that plane seats are too small, even for the average size person. As a plus-size traveler myself, I know how uncomfortable and unsafe it can be to squeeze into a tiny airplane seat. We are not asking for special treatment or luxury accommodations. We simply want enough space to travel comfortably and safely without fear of being discriminated against because of our size. It's truly that simple. If you agree that every traveler deserves to fly comfortably and without fear of discrimination, then go ahead and please sign my petition and share it with everybody that you know. Let's work together to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for everyone. Wow. Okay, so I so I ha I have I have a few issues with this actually. Yeah, you start. Yeah, I mean my my first the biggest issue is the fact that she's asking for two and three free seats. Two or three. Two or three. It's vague. Yeah, it was very yeah. vague. It's like oh, I, we should you should automatically give us two or three just yeah. be just because that of, depends if it's like Airbus or Boeing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like oh, very vague. You, you know, because of, of who I am or because of my size, I automatically get two or three seats. I mean, that, that's not really how things work. You can say, oh, you know, because I'm short, you know, I, I, I'm not able to get two or three seats because I'm bigger or something like that. Or because you're tall, you should automatically get two extra seats for free. Right for more, you know that's not what it. That's that's not how it works. That that's that's my biggest issue. You, you can't just demand free seats. I mean, it costs money to fly these planes. Airplane airline fuel, airplane fuel is is no joke, right? I mean, I mean it's expensive, and people. I'm are, intimately aware. Yeah, and people are paying for these seats, and you're just like, oh, because I'm bigger, I I you know, or I I'm a larger person, I should automatically be given two or three seats. I, I mean, it, it's, it's and not, and this is the biggest part about that is it sounds like she's demanding it, right? You know, and and that's where I, I have a bigger issue with it. Now, the other thing is, I, I think it's great that she's bringing awareness because she did state some things that it is uncomfortable, um, and unsafe, and, and yeah, and, and unsafe. But at the same time, this is this is the tricky balance about that. I understand if you need to travel by plane, that's fine. But if you're, I mean, you may have to, just because of, of your condition, there are people with health conditions that can't fly. 
You know, it's like when you're when a woman is pregnant after a certain amount, they recommend you not fly because it's a health risk. So if there are issues that are are causing you unable for you unable to fly, you have to find other modes of transportation, train, car, bus, whatever it might be. You, you know that we I stated earlier, flying is a privilege, and the fact that she's just demanding that oh, everybody ha you have to be inclusive to everyone. Now I, I believe in people being inclusive or not discriminating at least i i i'm gonna say I, it's very hard to be inclusive to everyone all the time it, it just really is and so that that's where my my issues kind of lie with this I, I think it's great that she's bringing awareness to it i think as a safety concern when you have people that are larger on airplanes like we talked about the seats are small they're uncomfortable even for smaller even for regular sized people or smaller people um, are of average size, right? For this, that fit in those seats, it is uncomfortable. But it just sounds like she's really just demanding that the airlines just compensate her because of who she is. Yeah. So, so there's some weird, there's some weird bits to this, right? Let, let's break it down a little bit. So, so you're talking about uh, air travel being a privilege, and in this country, that's 100% true. For the most part. Uh, our airlines are privately owned, and though they do have some government subsidies, they really just answer to government oversight, and that is that they are operating safely and not grossly infringing on people's uh, basic rights, right? In other countries, it works a little bit differently, differently right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, some, yeah. Some, some countries are wholly, like their airlines are wholly owned by the government, um, some countries is a hybrid, obviously. So let's just look at the U.S. and we'll take a little bit of Europe into this for now. Yeah. Okay. So, as far as I understand it, and and all of you people that are involved in airlines and and pilots out there and people that work for airlines, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But as far as I understand it, most airlines require that somebody um, of of abnormal size buys an extra seat. If they can't yes. fit. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. You you can buy an extra seat. Like, if you know, you you can. Right. You know, the one thing that I do think that it's that that's great that she's doing is just the the safety concern. Like, I, I, I do think that that's always an important thing, um, a safety concern. You know, you you have, you know, but again, you're taking up more space. We, we talked we talked about this earlier. Um, when you take up more space and you buy another seat, that's fine. You bought another seat that works. It's kind of like bringing on extra luggage. If you bring on extra luggage, you're only allowed a certain amount of carry-ons, right? And your your luggage that you check, you have to pay if it's over a certain weight limit. And at one point, there's stuff that they will have to put on other flights because you can't – I mean, I know you have a fear with planes. But the, Guilty. But the more, the more weight you put on – the plane, you know, it obviously makes it more challenging. I mean, there's a reason there's weight limits, right? I mean, you you can't just put as much weight on a plane as possible as humanly possible, right? I mean, it, it does mess with stuff. I I'm not a I'm not a pilot. I'm I'm not an aviation expert. I just I, I you know I feel like if you add w enough weight, it's gonna change how that plane flies. Sure, there is. I'm that. not saying one large person is going to do that, but I'm just I'm saying like everything adds up. Yeah, there is there is that calculation for sure, but 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 the. 
to your latter point, it's not about the one large person, right? It's not about the 10 large people. It's not about the 50 large people. So somebody that is plus size is saying, you can't discriminate against me for being plus size as a private company and you need to give me access to something more comfortable for me to accommodate me. Yeah, they don't. Well, but <laughs> they don't as a private company, they don't. Well, well, that, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they're we could they're, ar- they're right by saying that, but they right. so, but they so, don't. So we could argue that there is precedence um from a federal standpoint and even on the state level here in the US of organizations on the governmental level stepping in and creating rules to accommodate people who are otherwise discriminated against. The problem is that it almost exclusively has to do with disabilities, right? So we can take wheelchair access as an example. Every restaurant, every um, office building, every airline, every public bus, every train, every public boat, right? You have to provide access for somebody who is uh, mobily challenged, right? You have to provide wheelchair access, let's say. So, so you're saying that the that airlines should should provide? Well, here's here's the problem, though. I would argue that this particular influencer with her TikTok feed would tell you that being plus size is not a disability, right? It's just something that you have to accept and recognize as. A fact the plus size that, that's who I am exists is who I am right you need to see me but wants special treatment as if it's a disability and you can't have it both ways yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah now and again this is where that disclaimer comes in I'm not saying that we here at neighbors don't knock believe that it's everyone's choice to be plus size to be obese to be overweight whatever i completely understand that there are circumstances out of everyone's control with this however you can't have it both ways you cannot ask the airlines and or the government to get involved and treat this as if it's a special needs situation yeah disability when you don't want to be treated like you have a disability yeah because because they don't want to be quote discriminated against because that's they're they're normal that's just who they are it's a weird it's a weird it is a little weird i mean i I, i'm with you i i think if you um i I think if if you are going to have it kind of like the wheelchair access thing if you have like one or two seats that are for someone that is larger but but again this this is kind of where it is difficult because unless they redesign the seats where you can make two seats, you know, like that, you know, you're still giving up another seat or another spot that someone else would have paid to be on there. And and so I, I just I think honestly, you just unfortunately, I think you just have to buy two seats if you're that uncomfortable. Now, now the ba- the bathroom situation or, you know, you know the the tray tables. You know if you're if you're larger and have issues with that, I I understand that is a challenge and that's not you know. But I've been on flights um, where as as someone who is not a a large person, I have been on flights where it's been uncomfortable and small. So I can I can not even imagine someone who is much larger than me having to deal with that. But at the same time, 
they didn't accommodate for me just because I was uncomfortable with how it is. I chose to fly that route and I chose an economic, you know, airline ticket and a, you know, and a smaller airline that was, I mean, I, I made that choice. I actually made that choice. And I think that's what it unfortunately is going to have to come down to. You're going to have to pay for an extra seat and you can't just put it on a ticket and say, yes, I'm plus size. I'm going to get an extra seat. No, you have to buy two seats. I, I just think that that's how it is. That's how it's going to have to be. Now, I don't think you should be discriminated against because you're a larger person. You know, I, I think people should be treated with respect regardless. I mean, I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I don't think, you know, as someone who works for the airlines, you should, you know, be making fun of somebody or, you know, giving them a hard time. about. I, I, I completely agree with that. I think you can be treated as a person, as an actual human being. I, I think that's that's absolutely fair to demand and ask. Um, and and I and I think the awareness and the safety aspect is is something that is good for them to bring uh, up. She posted uh, she's posted several videos on this, and I, I'm going to play one more because it, it had some interesting it, it, it had yeah. some interesting things that she said uh, in this one. Did you know that more than 1 billion people in the world are plus size? That's roughly 13% of the population. And yet, many airlines still don't have clear policies in place to accommodate plus size passengers. That's why I've started a petition calling on the FAA to require every airline to have a clear customer size policy in place for plus size passengers. No one should have to endure the discomfort, embarrassment, and discrimination that often comes with being a plus size passenger trying to navigate air travel. By signing this petition, you can help us demand that airlines take concrete steps to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for all passengers. Whether you're plus size or not, everybody deserves to be treated with dignity and respect when they fly. Let's work together to make sure that the travel industry serves everyone, not just a select few. Sign and share this petition and let's make a difference. Again, it, it's just like, you know, it, like you were talking about private airlines, companies and demanding them to do this. Like, oh, you need to do you are required to do this because of, a you know, they're they're not. They're really not. And am I saying? And I'm not disagreeing with the fact that she that when she says that everyone needs to be treated with respect. I, I agree. When you fly and you choose to pay for a seat, and you should expect to be treated as as a customer, as as some respectfully. Like I mean, if you don't, you go and you use a different airline or you do something else. You just don't go. Um, you know. But I have a problem with the stats that she brings up. Yeah, thirteen percent so. of the population. She said. So okay, is, so, is plus size. So I I, I I don't know where that number came from either. I don't know either, but here are the problems. One, I don't know what plus size means, right? If, if she yeah, as saying, far as how how you measure that, yeah. yeah so yeah. so if she is saying that um, roughly one billion people of the seven point eight eight billion people that are alive today are plus size. Right away, my assumption is she's taking liberties because that plus size is probably using a BMI. I think there's that's a huge liberty and in you, that you statistic. Can, you can fit into an airline and seat. And I can fit in an airline seat. And okay. I'm and I am, you know, just shy of six foot four. I can fit uncomfortably. I'm clinically obese. My BMI says I am clinically obese. I, I think that that's a really, really fudged number yeah, yeah that's yeah. my gut feeling. And, and well i mean and, and why not i mean why why wouldn't she fudge it if, if that's the case she's it, it doesn't help her cause right you know unless unless it my next question would be okay um what was that percentage 40 years ago 
And my guess is it was much, much, much smaller. smaller. Yeah, I, I, I would be willing right? to say it was and again, smaller, too. And again, because we are dealing with getting heavier and heavier as every society, especially in the Western world, because of bad lifestyle choices. Yeah. Right? So again, we're asking organizations and, you know, governments to literally enact change based on a high percentage of a subset of population making bad lifestyle choices. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, flat flat out, right? Right. It'd be be the same way of saying, okay, well, X percentage of your population are drug addicts. Therefore, we should accommodate to accommodate to 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 drug drug addicts. addicts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense that that the model doesn't work. And I know know recently they tried that in various circumstances (laughs) in in various cities. It, It just, you, you can't, but they're feeling the backlash on you that. You can't do that. Right? No, you, no can't, you can't. You know, oh, the majority of your people drink and drive, so let's get rid of drinking and driving laws. Yeah, let, everyone and let everyone drink everyone and be drive. Drunk. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't work, right? So, yeah. there, there, no, there's definitely there's definitely holes. I, I'm I'm with you on that. Big holes. And, and so I, I I completely see that. Um, again, if she wants to keep advocating for it, you know, go for it. You know, I, I just think that it's gonna come down to you're gonna have to pay for another seat. It's I mean that that's I don't see I I personally I mean for you guys if you guys see another way for this to actually go forward let us know I mean I I don't I I just don't see that because if you ever have you or let me ask you this before we before we close this out have you ever been traveling with your family and asked someone to switch seats so you could sit with them like if you guys weren't I together have. yeah and have they have they done it uh not always but but most often so I used to fly quite a lot with my family I don't so much anymore. Often we were in a situation where we had to see if somebody would switch with us to okay. accommodate sitting together as a family. Yeah, and and so if when when you did, eighty percent I mean, of the time I would say. Okay, so but yeah. when the, the when someone didn't, did you ever like lose it or no. get okay? Because that's not who, a that's, single that's time. who you are. But there are people. Oh, I know. They think they have a right. They think they have a right that that is your seat that you chose and you paid for, and because. They didn't book the way they needed to, or they're on the, you know, and you decide you didn't want to, for whatever reason, you know, whether you, you know, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter what your reason is. For whatever reason that person has, they didn't want to, the other people like lose it. And it's just like, and it kind of goes back to this mentality of, you know, I'm demanding this and you should accommodate to me right make no mistake we we live in a very strange time in this country in 2023 of people feeling privileged as if they are a lot of victimhood they just deserve and i'm not calling her a victim necessarily but i'm just it it feels like it right how dare you i deserve to sit with my family no you you don't there's no guarantee for drink service, pretzels. There's no guarantee for politeness. Wi-Fi, like getting no. upset and the Wi-Fi is not working. These are all absolute icing on the cake privileges, as yeah. you put earlier in the episode. That's why I say I don't see this problem being just click of a you know click your heels and that it's going to be solved. Right, right. You know, especially with the petition. You know, I, I think it's admirable. I, I understand the safety and wanting to be comfortable. I say go for it. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of holes with it. I don't necessarily agree with how she's going about it. But what do you guys think? Uh, do you think this is a really big issue? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, you know, do you disagree with us? You know, feel free. It's all right. It's a free country. You can disagree. Post uh, up. Yeah, we'd love to hear Challenge your, accepted. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys say. 
Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in podcasting, acting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. That's right. To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. Before we get out of here, I do want to jump to a favorite segment that we do. That's right. It's time for Neighbor Tweets. All right. It's part of the show where we get we go and scour Twitter and find the good, the bad, the ridiculous of what you neighbors are posting. Uh, you know, this week, I, I actually want to see if you guys think which or Philip, if you think which tweet is the more neighborly? Which one's the the bad neighbor? Which one's the good neighbor? Based oh, I get on to these? vote. Yeah, I think you get to vote. Wait, more neighborly or bad neighbor? Good. Oh, uh, bad. But which one's bad neighbor? Good neighbor. Which oh, would you say? Is nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. So the first one says sometimes I think the devil invented dogs just to give antisocial assholes a means of getting away with being bad neighbors at all hours of the night. Quote: I can't be loud at three a.m. I'll show you. I'll put my dog outside. He'll do it for me. End quote. That's the first one. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let that stew for just a moment. Okay. Our second tweet. I'll let it stew. Oh. <laughs> Our second tweet comes from do- uh, Dr. Rebecca Gibson, and she says, Would like to absolutely commend my bad neighbor for making me the neighborhood witch just so I can demonstrate my actions... How perfectly sane and normal I am. A plus, best possible use of all of our time. So, which which do you feel is a good neighbor and which do you feel is a bad neighbor? Brian, you chose some rotten apples to give me for uh <laughs> I mean they could both I mean, wow. I mean you know, I mean I have to go one or the other. I'm I'm yeah, gonna... is there a good neighbor in there? Is there a good tweet out of this? There's no good neighbor in either. There's not good. Opinion. You think they're both? Okay. I'm going to go with the. Uh, yeah, of course, if your neighbor's dog is out three in the morning. Oh, the first one, not not the doctor. Okay, the first one. Yeah. So you think, uh, uh Toysol, Toysol, I believe at Toysol Sabe, Sab Sabe Sabe. I, I'm some of these some of these Twitter names, man. Uh, but yeah, she yeah she was. <laughs> the, I can't be loud at three a.m. I'll show you up with my dog outside. Yeah, like. Obviously, that's the, the, the passive the passive aggressiveness. I mean, I, you know, it's so funny because a lot of these tweets we find that they're very passive aggressive. Like a lot of the, like, you think they're on like, Twitter? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, isn't it the foundation of the platform? Uh, I have a voice. I have a voice. Listen to me. <laughs> well, well, well played, sir. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Well played. Well yeah. played. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I thought that was the whole purpose. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I, I probably have to agree with you on that. I, I, I think that both of them are are pretty bad, to be honest. Um, yeah, you know, it makes the two up though. So yeah, I, I think that the anti dog lady is. Like, I think the, the anti dog is is probably the worst out of the two. I, I, I think that you know. If you are known as the neighborhood witch, you know, whatever. I mean, did you really need to, to go on and let well, everyone that's the know? Thing. She calls herself, like, perfect, basically. She's like, you call me a witch, but I'm going to show you. And yeah. it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm perfectly sane and normal. Yeah. How, many, <laughs> how many wind chimes do you think she has? I'm guessing I mean, a few. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you guys think? Are they both good 
or bad neighbors, equally good, equally bad. I don't know. I don't know what your taste or your style is, but um, I, I think that we, we have a winner for the bad neighbor today. Um, yeah, congratulations, uh, Toy Soul. <laughs> so. And that does it for another edition of Neighbor Tweets. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted this one a little bit uh, to the point where I'm ready to go and uh, get off the mic and hang out a little bit more, maybe. I don't know. I hear you, Brian. Thanks for bringing up a uh, controversial and difficult topic. I, I always appreciate talking about this stuff with you. It, it's Yeah. It is interesting, and there's no good answer. No, there really, there really isn't. Uh, you know, I mean, you you always want to feel like you're being respectful to both sides, but I yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a a winner in this. I I think it's lifestyle stuff. I I I don't know. We left it up to our audience. I'd be curious to hear what they say. Indeed, indeed. If, if Bill Burr happens to be in the audience, I think particularly, I'd like your thoughts on this one. Oh, I would love to hear. I'd like I, to hear love Bill to Burr hear talk Bill Burr. about this TikTok influencers. Uh, I, video you know bill if if you're if you happen to catch the neighbors don't knock man we'd love to have you on i i really love hearing your perspective I, i'm i'd be very curious as well so um cheers to that uh well uh, that is gonna do it uh, this week for a new episode make sure you guys follow like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts also to the youtube channel and make sure to hit that little notification bell so when new content comes around you will be notified indeed indeed and if you happen to be on uh, podinbox.com go to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock leave us a message it might wind up on the show yeah that's right all right guys we drop new episodes every friday so we'll catch you next week peace out.